What up, yo? It's Mark Shanniff with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Tuesday, November 5th. It's the Week 10 Waiver Wire Show. Who are we going to start in our flexes? Who are we picking up? Who are we going to be starting at quarterback with the bi-apocalypse going on? There's six teams on bi this week. Ouch. Uh, So, real quick, you can follow the show on Twitter and on Facebook at Fantasy Knockout. Also on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Knockout. All right, so we got a quick league check here. How did you guys do this week? Did you dominate your opponent? Did you squeak out a win? Did you suffer a loss? So, my money league. Wow. My team took a dump on me this week. (laughs) But my bench guys went off. I think my bench outscored my starting lineup. I both had I had Singletary and Montgomery both who put up 20 point weeks on my bench, which didn't help, and I suffered another loss. It's two in a row, and that puts me at five and four. I believe I'm in third place there. Uh, still doing fine. Need a win though. Need a need a need a win this week. I should have had one this last week. Had a nice juicy matchup to do so. But it just didn't work out because, as I quote one of my good friends, fantasy is stupid. <laughs> it is frustrating when it doesn't go the way you think or planned or hoped, and it gets frustrating at times. So, my family league, I did it. I did it. I did it. Got another win. That is two in a row. Um, no longer in last place. I think that puts me at three and six, and I think I'm in seventh pushing on the uh, the door there for the playoffs. So if I keep on winning, keep streaming, string along these wins, you know, you can uh, you can still make the playoffs even if, you know, your team is ugly and you just don't have to be the, the number one ranked, uh, you know, scoring fantasy team in your league. You can uh, squeak in and just put some decent matchups together and, and hopefully un- – you know, knock off the uh, the the league, the number one team in your league. So, anyways, uh, check out the website fantasyknockout.com. We got past shows on there if you want to ever listen to any of those again. The rankings got those up there. I am twentieth overall for the year, which is pretty cool. Excited about that. So you got accurate rankings there on the site. And also, if you have any questions, you can. Click the uh, Ask a Question tab, submit your questions, be happy to answer those for you, get back to you with those. And then, uh, as I mentioned last week, we I started a new like newsletter where I send out the starts of the week. You know, If you don't get them, if you miss them on the show or whatever, I put it out in a uh, newsletter form. So just submit your email there, you can get those, pretty cool. Go a little bit more in depth and, and write you know a little bit more of a blurb on why I like these players than just a quick hitting uh, message that I put on the podcast. So, anyways, let's get into the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay, so the good this week, running back Christian McCaffrey of the Carolina Panthers goes off for 36.1 points. Also, Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson put in a solid week. They both go off. I think Wilson had 39.2 points. He was uh, the fantasy knockout of the week. Uh, Tyler Lockett had a monster game as well with 33.7 points. And Mike Evans is doing it still with 30 points. He had a solid, solid week. All right, so 
the bad and the ugly, Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers was projected for 16.76 points, and he finished with 3.4. Not good. Also in the same game, wide receiver Keenan Allen of the Chargers was projected for 14.72 points. He ended up with 5.5. Not good there. He... uh, been frustrating for owners. I, I know I have him in in my family league, and so he, you know, beginning of the year, the first three games, he had solid ma- matchups, solid games, was getting it done, and then he just hasn't done anything great so far. So very frustrating to own there uh, as Keenan Allen owners. Uh, wide receiver Stephon Diggs of the Minnesota Vikings was projected for fourteen point one seven points, and with Thielen. All of a sudden, going out early in the game, you thought, wow, maybe Diggs will get this done. But no, he ends up with 2.1 points. Very frustrating there. And then the last one, wide receiver DJ Chark of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He was projected for 13.6 points, and he ends up with 5.2. Very frustrating there. And we'll get, let's, you know what, let's just move right into the news. News with views. So wide receiver Brandon Cooks of the Rams, his coach Sean McVay said the Rams do not know when he will be able to play again. He's dealing with the concussion. It's like two in within three weeks. So there's no timetable for Cooks to return. I know he was seen as specialist. Uh, running back Mark Walton of the Miami Dolphins, who is the starting running back there. The NFL suspends him four games for violating the league's personal conduct policy. So the next man up is Kalen Balage who will be probably one of the biggest pickups this week for the waivers. Wide receiver Paris Campbell in the Indianapolis Colts. He's going to miss time after having surgery. He had a hand fracture. Um, also, T.Y. Hilton is still out several weeks. So we will be talking about uh, someone else there. I believe it is Zach Paschal in Indianapolis. Uh, he'll be the number one receiver. And then quarterback to Kobe Prissett of the Colts. He has a chance to play this week. He strained his MCL. He gets Miami. So, possible streamer, maybe? We'll see. Uh, Next, wide receiver Deshaun Jackson of the Philadelphia Eagles has finally been placed on injured reserve with his core muscle surgery coming up. That ends his season. Very disappointing. He basically had the one monster game week one and then has been out since. And I know I've had him on several teams. Was almost one of my guys. Um, luckily I flipped him for David Montgomery a couple weeks ago in my money league. So that was a nice flip, but, uh, I eat him on my family team. So I got to find another option there. Wide receiver, Adam Thielen of the Vikings. He aggravated his hamstring again, and he is expect to miss week 10. That's frustrating for Thielen owners, but with hamstrings, you just have to give him time. Wide receiver Preston Williams of the Dolphins. His coach, Brian Flores, confirmed that Williams' knee is going to miss the rest of the season. So what does that mean? Devontae Parker, he is getting it done. I think that's like five weeks in a row now that he's had, uh, what, 60 yards, at least 60 yards or a touchdown in every single game. So Parker is quietly getting it done. Uh, Running back Ronald Jones of the Tampa Bay Bucks has earned the right to start, says his coach. Duh. It says me. We all could see that he was the best running back there in Tampa Bay. You know, like, what took you so long there, Bruce? So, anyways, Ronald Jones should be the running back going forward in Tampa Bay. Finally. Woo! Then quarterback Nick Foles of the Jacksonville Jaguars has been activated. And we'll get the start 
It's officially ending the Gardner Minshew mania. So Foles is back. We'll see if he has the same rapport as Gardner did with uh, DJ Chark. So hopefully there. Um, but other than that, Foles had the, the rapport with Westbrook earlier in the season. So we'll see what uh, receivers there emerge or, or stays stays relevant there in Jacksonville. And then the last quarterback, Cam Newton of the Carolina Panthers, has been placed on injured reserve with his Liz Frank on his foot. Kyle Allen stays the guy in Carolina. Oy. Sorry, Cam. <laughs> you might not be a Panther come next year. We'll see. But uh, Kyle has been getting it done. Let's move on to the main event. Main event. All right, so as I mentioned earlier, it's the Bipocalypse. That means we have six teams on by, and I'm sure some of you are really feeling it. So Denver, Houston, Jacksonville, New England, Philadelphia, and Washington all are on by. Get those players out of your starting lineups. Move them to your bench. If you need to make some drops, we'll talk about some players to add in just a moment. But real quick, the Thursday night game is the Chargers and the Raiders. So this is going to be a fun one. I know I'm going to be watching it. My daughter's super stoked about this. Uh, Chargers, start Melvin Gordon, start Austin Eckler, start your Keenan Allen. Rivers is a possible start if you need a quarterback this week as well. So go ahead and start your normal, typical Charger players. Hunter Henry's a decent play as well. Um, then on the other side, the Raiders. If you started Derek Carr last week, you were happy. I don't think this is a game you want to do that. Um, but Josh Jacobs, Tyrell Williams, feel confident in those guys. Darren Waller, of course, start the Walrus. But other than that, that's pretty much it. And if you take a chance on any of the other Raider, Raider receivers, you know, in a Hunter Renfro or Zay Jones, you're kind of gambling there. I would not uh, suggest doing that on the uh, short week Thursday night game. All right, so let's talk about some players to add for this week 10. Starting it off, Quarterbacks, Ryan Tannehill of the Tennessee Titans. He's about 13% owned. I like his matchup. I'll talk about him in just a moment. Daniel Jones is the other one there. 29% owned. I will also talk about him in just a moment. So we'll get more into them, more details into them in just a moment. Tight ends to pick up. O.J. Howard of the Tampa Bay Bucks. He's about 39% owned. And then also, I know he's on by, but Noah Fant, 10% owned. He had the nice 75-yard touchdown score last week. So thinking of adding him for future play, you can do that. Uh, Running backs, Ronald Jones of the Tampa Bay Bucks is about 39% owned. He is the starting guy there in Tampa. So if you need a running back this week, see if he's out there. He's not a bad play. And then this one's more of uh, Kalen Balazs. I'm going to skip one real quick. So Kalen Balazs is the next one in Miami. Uh, with Walton being suspended four games. Balazs is about 9% owned, so if you need a running back, not a bad play. Um, I know it's the uh, the Indianapolis Colts who are shutting people down, but sometimes you just need to play guys just to get points on your on your board during these uh, horrendous bye weeks. Um, all right, the last running back is Darius Geis of the Redskins. He's about 32% owned right now. He's going to be coming back. He's starting to practice. He's going to – he has actually has a nice – couple weeks uh matchups coming up where he could be that uh pickup for the season help win you a, a, a championship a running back that 
on a team that who the coach loves to run the ball there in Washington. They, they've been showing you they've been doing it with Adrian Peterson. So we'll see if he can get the workload that we all would like to see him get. But, uh, yeah, Darius Geis is not a bad stash right now, too. So if he's out there, pick him up. Wideouts to, to add. The top guy is Devontae Parker of the Dolphins. He's about 29% owned. As I mentioned before, he's getting about 65 yards or a touchdown every single week. He is quietly getting it done. I am looking to add him to my team, uh, especially with Preston Williams going down. He just becomes that much more safe on a you know, pass-happy Ryan Fitzpatrick team. All right, we're going to talk about two Tennessee players, Corey Davis and A.J. Brown. Davis is about 50% owned, but A.J. is about 17% owned. Tannehill is going to be my streamer of the week. Spoiler alert. Um, Has a decent matchup there against Kansas City. Should be a high-scoring matchup, so those guys have a decent play. Um, And then the other one is Zach Paschal of the Indianapolis Colts. He's about 13% owned with T.Y. Hilton out, missing several weeks. With Paris Campbell, unfortunately, going to be gone. Uh, that's, that's a bummer. I was I, I liked Campbell a lot. I thought he was a better version of T.Y. Hilton. But Campbell's going to be out, so next man up is Zach Paschal. So if you're in a pinch and you need a receiver, Paschal should get, I don't know, 8 to 10 targets this week, which is not bad for fantasy. You want to see that uh, steady consistency. So hopefully Paschal can get it done for you. And then this one is a flyer because Brandon Cooks is going to be out for a while. Josh Reynolds, he got, what, like eight targets there against Cincinnati a week ago when they played in London when Cooks went down. Reynolds was the one that popped up. So Reynolds is about 1% owned right now. So if you need a, a play there, he's not he's getting it done there for the Rams. All right, let's talk some streaming quarterbacks and defenses. All right, the flavor of the week, the quarterback that we got, Ryan Tannehill. I got three of them for you. So Ryan Tannehill, the Tennessee Titans, mentioned him a little bit earlier. He gets Kansas City. Mahomes should be back. And Ryan has looked much better than Mariota has ever done there in Tennessee. He should be a safe floor quarterback for you. At least get you 17 to 20 points this week. So if you just need somebody just to get you points, Tannehill's not a bad play. My next guy, Daniel Jones of the Giants. He gets the Jets. He looked okay last night. He's also, if he's got the right matchup, he can be a solid play. He's got a nice game this week. And he's got always, he was what, the leading rusher for his team? Um, You know, he had more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley. So Daniel Jones has a nice floor as well as Tannehill does. But my number one streaming quarterback of the week is Jimmy Garoppolo, San Francisco 49ers, who are undefeated. They get the Seattle. Seahawks Monday night, who happened to give up top 12 performances to the quarterback position six weeks straight. It's a great spot for spot start for a bye week needy team. So go ahead and feel confident in Jimmy Garoppolo this week. All right, I got three defenses for you guys to pick up this week. The number one defense I like is Baltimore. They get the Cincinnati Bengals, who was Baltimore's about 44% owned right now. And if you remember, the Bengals benched Andy Dalton. So there is starting Ryan Finley, who gets his first start ever. He's basically a rookie quarterback, hasn't played in the league. I like defenses against new quarterbacks. They just seem to uh, <laughs> take advantage of uh, an, the inexperience. Also, Baltimore shut down New England. They gave, uh, they gave the Patriots a great game. So Baltimore is a great play this week. 
The next one is the Indianapolis Colts. That's right. We're going to stick with it. The Colts are about 36% owned. They get Miami. Yes, I know. Miami just got their first win and committed no turnovers to the Jets. It's going to take a few more weeks of them looking like a real NFL team before I stop using them as a great streaming defense or to stop using defenses to stream against them. It's Miami. They still commit turnovers. They still make mistakes. So feel confident in Indianapolis. And my last one, I think I'm going to go after them myself, is the New York Giants. They get the Jets, who are, and the Giants are about 4% owned. The Jets, in my opinion, have become the worst team in the NFL. Sorry, Cowboy fans. I know you lost to them. Get over it. And in a game that Le'Veon Bell might miss, they're going to have to lean on Sam Darnold a lot. And Darnold is just going to turn the ball over. I love this matchup. Should be a solid play this week. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Next week, we got the week 10 start and sit. Make sure to subscribe. You don't want to miss out on any of these podcasts or uh, future episodes. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and review. I really appreciate it. It really helps the show out. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.